0: chained our hearts in vain we jumped never asking why we kissed i fell under your spell love no one could deny don't you ever say i just walked away i will always want you i can
1: All right, party people, welcome back to the Sports Bar. That is T.H.A. Sports Bar with Hay Wiley and D.J. Dick. Yeah, you heard it right. D.J. Dick. I've known this motherfucker for way, way, way too long, and God. I'm finally get to have you on this podcast. Twelve I'm years? Good. Dude, it's got to be longer than that, bro. Like, Where'd you go to high school? I went to Costa. Oh, so yeah. So that's why I'm like, I feel like we've known each other. Like, Even though we didn't know each other in high school, I feel like we knew
0: Yeah, but, each other. What, what, didn't you play basketball?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then uh, see, I was good friends of, like Ofa to Likihifo, <laughs> uh, uh from Redondo. I, the girls' basketball team was really good, and yeah. I remember Costa was really good. And what year were
1: you again? Ninety nine.
0: Ninety nine. So you are my sister's my sister's uh, age. She graduated in ninety nine from Redondo. Redondo. And yeah, but you're the Costa girls' team. I think when
1: you're on, you guys are kind of you guys are murdering it. Mm. We were never as good as the Redondo team. i I'm not going to front on that one. <laughs> uh, but. But it was definitely, like, always a rivalry, obviously, because we're two seconds away from one another. It's yeah. um, The Coaster Girls volleyball team was on fire. Oh, dude, killing it. Actually, our year, uh, the girls from 99, like, we didn't make it as far as I thought we were going to, but, man, they tried their dicks off. Like, they yeah. tried so fucking hard. Like, I actually went to that last game, and I was just like, holy shit, they're, like, getting their asses kicked. It was only one person, Whitney Donahue, um, yeah. shout out to, to Whitney, uh, that actually put on the moves and was just freaking killing it the whole entire time and she like kept us in contention and then everybody else just kind of fell by the wayside man
0: i love i love high school sports i miss like the camaraderie i miss like like the rivalries and everything did you play okay so i would i was uh i was i was pretty hardcore in basketball i did like the beach cities travel team and stuff i did RBYB. And then, um, and then sophomore year I was kind of over, and I got hardcore into volleyball, kind of like in this, like a little bit before high school. And then I ended up getting, I was on the varsity team during CIF, like postseason, right? Uh, when they like um, brought yeah. you back, brought yeah. you up so from JV. I went straight from freshman to to to, to varsity uh, on um on volleyball. So it was huh. it was a crazy it was a crazy it was fun. I just kind of played in my strengths, but then I was also on surf team. I was just gonna say I can totally see you
1: doing surf because I know that you go surfing. So like, and you live two seconds away. Like, we're we're very blessed to like live like right here, like two seconds away from the ocean. So I'm assuming that you played a shit. I I
0: grew up on 16th Street in Hermosa, like during the high school years. So and surf class is right at Hermosa Pier. So. We cruise down and like, you know. Really? Right I there. thought that you guys did surf class at Porto. Well, uh, El Segundo did Porto. Um oh. Manhattan Beat uh you know, Costa did the Manhattan Pier. Uh, we did okay. Hermosa Pier, like Palace Verdes did like burnout. Uh okay. South I think South did any, every other day that we did. Um, I forget I forget exactly, but it was like, you know, like the every other day schedule thing. Okay. So like you kinda share the surf spots. Interesting. Okay. And, and then we all played against each other, like, you know, surf right. surf surf competitions, <laughs> competitions. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how proper you say that. Yeah. Um uh, but again, party people, that was coming in like a wrecking ball, coming in hot, um, Mr. DJ Dick. Yeah, I love uh, coming
0: in like a wrecking I know. ball.
1: I I love that motivation when you were like, "Yeah, let's play this song." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, totally!" I'm so down. This is so exactly who you are. Yeah. Um. Obviously by Miley Cyrus. Um. We already got into how we met, so let's just get into the meat of this. There's a lot of, um. I brought DJ Dick on because, sports is obviously now become synonymous with social injustices and just the really shitty year that we basically been having. And, yeah. You know. Um.
0: I think it's awesome that. That the, that the athletes are using their platform to, to do that, that sort of thing. Right. But in the same respect, I've, I really like the concept of carpentaminalizing the, um, uh, the time where sports should be sports and then the politics should be politics. I like the crossover. I like, like I said, the platform stuff. But like these guys are, some of these people are so famous. They don't need their basketball arena to get their word out. Right. Right. So it's like, so it's like, there's an arena of people. You can send a tweet or an Instagram post that will go to way more people. For sure. Than say doing something at the sports complex. Whereas a lot of people are there and, and it goes without saying that, that most people in a complex, like say in an arena and everybody takes it. I would say. 99.99% 99.99% of the people there agree with the injustices and the police brutality. So it's kind of like I, I want people to, to voice and make an impact where there's the people that you need to change their minds, right? So it's like if you scream to someone that you agree with all the time, you're not really changing people's minds. You got to get the message out to the people that aren't watching you, the people that you need to reach, right? So it's like I love, like I said, I don't disagree or agree with the knee stuff. I, I don't care about any like that. Everybody is allowed to do what they want to do, do it, make their voice, do their thing. Sometimes, I'm people are starting to get frustrated, with like the separate national anthem, because to me having a separate national anthem is so divisive because we already have a national anthem that, that can brings us all together. I like that there is a movement that pushes for the uh, awareness of that the anthem pushes that does it goes without saying right, right? but the separatism and the divisiveness that it creates when you have a one national anthem for a certain demographic and then a, and another national, national anthem for all it's not saying all that's matter at all. It's saying like, we need to all come together as one under one, one thing, right. one, one togetherness and, and not leave, you know, other demographics to the side, by like Hispanics and Asians and native Americans. And, and, you know, they have injustices as well. And I don't want to leave those people behind by, by, by focusing so much on the top, like the biggest problem is the black injustice. That's the biggest problem. Of course, by far. Yeah, but in the close second, there's you know, there's a Hispanics for sure. in and a, and a close and, and, and also the the poverty line in in the United States, um, Native Americans take that by 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 a full five percentage points where twenty five percent of the per capita Native Americans are living under the poverty line. And it's like, I want to just keep the keep the focus on on the the demographics that need it the most. But also not keep anybody
1: out. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, so unfortunately, there's um, people that have voiced that that same opinion, and I totally agree with you. We like I I 100% believe that like every single uh, minority group should be focused on. Like you know, we need to focus on the people that live below the poverty line. Like homelessness is a huge issue, right? Like yes. all these different injustices that like have come up. They're extraordinarily important. Yes. Um, they need to be discuss they need to be uh, there needs to be a solution too and um going into that what do you think the solution would possibly be for that
0: um there's no golden bullet um of i think it starts at the family structure level right a lot of things can be can be solved at a family structure type level where um god it's it is like a, a million pronged approach there's so many things well i actually Raised uh, fifteen thousand dollars for the BLM movement through um, through this photo with a friend of mine, Reno. Where it was a si- moment of silence in the Hemispheric. I that? saw that photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's so, beautiful. Yeah. So so I I helped edit. I didn't take the photo. I edited it for him to make it like because he's not a photographer, but he mm. had an amazing photo that I kind of made better. And then I posted for him on behalf of him. And then people started asking for prints. We're like, hey, if people want prints, let's turn this into a a uh, um, a. Uh, fundraising opportunity for the movement mm-hmm. so um, so we we raised a ton of money, and then as the weeks go on, people are saying this this BLM chapter is different than this BLM chapter, or this pot goes to salt in the ocean, whereas this pot, if you put the money in, goes to more like uh, like inner city sports programs. right so it's like we started we started like, oh my god, do we we don't want to waste this fifteen thousand dollars' We don't want to throw it to some 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 chapter that is going to throw it. They're going to help get some politician elected, right? I wanna We wanted to. We started looking deeper, and like we saw. I think there's this Los Angeles chapter where they actually help the the inner city communities and start these programs with this money instead of, like I said, salt into the ocean, right? And so we had to get a more scalpeled approach to where the money was going to go because people. Because I I read something. I don't know. I could be wrong, but like a lot of money. Was mis- misappropriated and people were donating to the wrong BLM causes. Well, and that. Right? there's, there's yeah. so many funds going on.
1: And that, I was just about to say, like, that's like when a natural disaster happens and then there's all these people trying to get their hands up. Yes. At, like, a don't handout, donate so. to the
0: Red Cross. Yeah, no. There's, the, there's, the Red Cross CEOs fly around in private jets with the, our disaster relief money. Like it, like I always say. Like, you know, if you want to help a community, like, like go buy a, buy someone on the streets a meal. Right. Go get them. Go give them a backpack full of socks and some underwear. Like, go straight to the jugular.
1: Right. Don't th- don't throw it away. Yeah, I think like you know? doing it locally as opposed to doing it nationally is gonna be so much more impactful. Right. Like, hence why we have to vote locally. Like, those are the those are the elections that you really need to be a part of, not the ones where it's like. Yeah, obviously voting for our president, which we won't even get into that, but like voting yeah. for our president um, and, um, you know, diff- different offices or whatever are are important. But voting for your local election is way more important. Way more. It's the gonna be way more. The president doesn't impact us. He does nothing. He changes no law. So yeah, like that, he just yeah, signs off. It's He's all like, about okay. our local shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that because of this year that we've had and because of like all the shit that's hit the fan, we've... Um, so many people shit. are finally. Oh, dude, <laughs> freaking ridiculous! I'm like diarine towards the fan. I'm like, <laughs> pfft, you know, <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Right? I think I'm going,
0: Wait, I think I, I gotta. I gotta. Oh wait, here You're it good. is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. That's this year in a nutshell.
1: Oh my god, I feel like that is like the be- the beginning of 2020, and then like the end of 2020 can be like a big, huge you taking a shit. Yeah, like just big pile of dung, like in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Like God, it's it's, the worst. I cannot wait for this year to be over. I swear. I'm like, I'm literally not counting this year. Yeah. I I mean, and what's
0: crazy is, okay, so I'm on your sports podcast, right? So this kind of ironic because I, I don't, I follow sports, but I don't really follow those sports. Like I like the, I love the Lakers, but I don't love.
1: I get it. You're not a fanatic. You're not like like an over the the playoffs.
0: I start paying attention. I like the camaraderie with my friends. And, and like, if you asked me to name, name off the top of my head, I'd be like, um.
1: Right. There'd be like, like a I huge got, silence.
0: I got that football signed by Golden Tate up there. And so I took his engagement photos. It go, you know Golden Tate? Yeah, I know who Golden Tate is. Yeah. Yes. I don't know him personally, but yeah. So so he, him and his wife came to my place to take his engagement photos. And I was like, hey, dude, sick ring. Like, when'd you get that? Right. I was like, when'd you get that? He's like, oh, yeah, the Seahawks in like 2013. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, what, what do you do? Like, were you, were you like a wide receiver or something? He's like, yeah catch footballs you know i'm like i'm like sick i'm like can i hold it i'm like let me me touch the ring
1: dude those are those are heavy as fuck too like if anybody's ever like um held a super bowl ring they are really gnarly heavy but
0: but this this is gonna sound really douchey people people are like so how do you know golden tate i'm all he's a fan of me yeah i'm like yeah he's i guess it sounds super douchey to say that but like i literally didn't like him and his wife they always follow me in the photography and they want me to do their engagement photos and the whole time doing engagement photos I didn't oh, did you even know who he was I did but I didn't I knew he was a what? football player of some sorts but you I just didn't, didn't know how well I, I just I was just like oh cool football like right. awesome like there's so many football players cuz I've done like Donald Penn's shot like he's a pro bowler mm-hmm. I done a, I done a bunch of work in the sports world but um
1: Well and on top of it your photos like they personify sports as well, like all of your natural like sports. Fo- like you've done A V P, you've done more you well, big, surfi- big wave big surfing, surfing stuff.
0: Yeah, if you guys mm-hmm. you guys can find my photos at um at Richard Pod Jr. It's Richard P O D J R, and then so you guys can find my Instagram and all that good stuff on there. If you guys want to see some big wave surfing stuff, some A V P stuff, some aerial stuff of the six man. I love volleyball. I love the on stage photography. I just love the action right you know it's really fun yeah and sports i really really i told Golden. so back to the golden Tate thing so he's like hey bro he's like how much do i owe you i'm all nothing i'm like i'm like he's like really i'm like i'm like really dude i'm like 200 dollars or 300 bucks for like you know shooting for an hour is like not not gonna mean anything but i was like hey bro how about um, how about access, a media access pass on the field to one of your football games so I can get pictures of you flying like Superman into the end zone. Dude, that's and, an and opportunity, bro. And he bro. was like, done. I was like, good, put your checkbook away, homie. And uh, let's smoke this golden joint. <laughs> and, <laughs> the golden
1: Tate joint. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so that's my golden Tate story. <laughs> no,
1: I love it, dude. That's freaking awesome. And yeah. like having that kind of access is so freaking huge, especially yeah. probably towards your... You know f- photography and because dj like dick you have you put your hand in so many different things
0: yeah dude, right? i just launched the podcast i don't know dude um so we, the reason why we call it i don't know dude is because we really don't know what we're talking about right like no one's an expert even if you were and kind of an expert you're still not the expert right so we right. call it i don't know dude it's i d u n n o dude and it's on and it's on itunes and spotify and like uh, we're gonna have you on our podcast as well. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be awesome. And it's like, and because of COVID, all my DJ gigs were gone. I had 36 DJ gigs, so I was like, "What can I do to fill my time and still kind of stay relevant?" And right, and and it's a lateral move, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's entertainment, sure. so it's fun.
1: Yeah, so, no, um, to speak on that a little bit more because like COVID obviously has like dude, fucked co- with all of our lives. COVID so. fucked
0: <laughs> me over, so I had. I, had a, I was doing instagram management for brands where I'd manage their instagram accounts and mm-hmm. like and 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 take pictures of their products and stuff and and I would um you know post and grow their account and and do that so I had two clients going they st- they totally turtled and and just totally cut that off I had four weddings uh booked oh. those are gone I had three I had three weekly residencies going on so that is a massive income hit yeah um so I started focusing on my art sales because people were stuck in their houses looking at their ugly walls. And I was well, like blank walls or yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, totally. and, like, and people, a lot of people got stimulus checks that didn't need a stimulus check. And I was like, stimulus check
1: sale, <laughs> you know, like, hey, come and get it. Dude, you are like literally the marketing genius. I've, nev- I've never heard somebody like be able to market so much better than you. It's fun. Uh,
0: it's really fun because you have to cross your T's and dot your I's before you let stuff fly to the wild, because you only get one chance for a first impression. Right.
1: You know? Right. No, definitely. Um, do you ever, do you think that we're even, they're, they're talking about at least in South Bay, because there are some places obviously that are open up for uh, COVID. Like Orange County is pretty much open. Dude, open the restaurants,
0: dude. Do, I know. How These ridiculous fucking is places this? are going bankrupt. And not to mention all the employees. The tip economy is huge, right? So, so being employed at a restaurant is, is one tenth of your paycheck of your weekly income. The, the, and then there's all the back end and there's all the suppliers for the restaurants. There's the leases and the and the payroll and the and and DoorDash and shit doesn't do anything because they take a fat percentage. They take like 20%. That's why DoorDash prices are so high. Like pe- like these places are failing. People's yeah. dreams are exploding. And like, yes, a lot of people have gotten it. Uh, like you have you have antibodies. Let those people dine in. Yeah. Let those people take the risk. Also, wear a mask. Don't be around your elders. Um, Be cognizant of people around you. Um, Wash your hands. Do the thing you can do. But at this point, like, we have to move forward and stop strangling all these businesses. Right. Because, like, at first I was like, yo, remember the first couple weeks? Dude, I was at a gas station with, like, with like dishwasher gloves on. They're like bright blue. (laughs) And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I I felt like I was like, if I was breathing weird, I could get it. Like, and you didn't know if it was like a flesh eating, lugging disease. We didn't know shit. And we still don't know shit. No, but the data is starting to come in and it's, and it's it's been a little more relaxing. And, and I know some people that are young that have got it bad, but those are anecdotes. Those are, those are the small percentages, And, and you know, if you're afraid, stay home. Right. If you're not, Hang out because my my my, so, my my small social circle has slowly expanded, safely,
1: to where we know we don't we know we're not like jumping
0: in like old school like jumping around in nightclubs with a right, thousand right. people around. But right, I mean, it would know? still
1: be it would still be nice to at least like have people around you right now, God, right? It was like, so
0: nice to hug you. <laughs> like when you came in and I hugged you, I was like, I know, Whoa, right? Hug. Like, oh my gosh, we need the interaction. <laughs>
1: well, and that's the other thing too that really sucks is that there's. You know, people people need to be. T- this sounds so gross, people but people need, to be, need touched, to be touched like a virgin.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: uh, but but right, people need to be people need to be touched. They need to like they need some kind of. I don't want to say stimulation Love. or yeah something right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's there were studies done way pre COVID about babies like b- putting a baby in a bubble. And then having a baby have, like, an artificial mom or whatever that they can hug and stuff like that. And then, like, the development of the kid. Like, how crazy oh, is that? I know. How crazy is I that, I just
0: right? had a niece. My sister just had the, her fourth child. And I couldn't be at the hospital. I couldn't hold it yet. Yeah. And, you know, she's being really cautious. Obviously, I could have her, held her and, and stuff. I went and saw her. But, like, I kind of wanted to show up like, with, like, a beekeeper suit on. Like I don't want to expose her. I, right. I'm not, I, obviously, I don't have it, but like, you don't know you can be asymptomatic or right. whatever. I don't know, but but like, it's not fair to give a baby a virus from day two.
1: Right. Right. You know. Right.
0: Um. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. This whole entire thing just back to sports. Yeah. This whole entire thing just sucks to be honest with you. What um, and right back to sports. Let's um. Let's dive into how your rea- um, Your reaction and do you. think, not you thinking that it's their responsibility cuz you already basically said that um, what do you think about the reaction of like the WNBA and what do you think that they can do outside of voicing their opinion
0: What's the WNBA doing?
1: Uh WNBA would um uh, they actually have been extremely vocal and they every single day are wearing like dresses for Brianna and everything like that yeah. um obviously the not entire ver- like the guys didn't get charged uh the two but knowing the case now because all the facts of the case are coming to light two of the um the two officers that did um open fire were getting shot at first and Breonna Taylor's uh boyfriend actually said I shot first. Listen, listen, the this situation's fucked. Like right.
0: it's it's fucked on all levels. And any direction you come at it there's no right thing. Like like there's a victim shaming and then there's a fucking, you know, then Yes, there's injustice. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have shot to kill. That's what sucks is those cops didn't want to go after a suspected drug dealer. They don't want to be in that position. Um, no one wants to be in those positions, right? At all, right? The Breonna Taylor case is 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 I think way more horrific than the Blake Jacobs thing. Okay, that is a world of difference, right? When you're when you are. Brandishing a knife after attempted rape with a warrant out for your arrest. Couldn't, couldn't even, they tried peacefully and then fought the cops. Tried peacefully again with the with a taser. Fought again and then, and then reached for God knows what. Like, it's like, do you wait for him to pull out a bouquet of flowers from the back <laughs> of the car? Or does the cop wait for him to pull out a, a, a knife? A knife, right. So here's the deal. Don't shoot him to kill. Right. shoot him in the foot yeah don't, like just, maim him some don't, way. don't just don't, don't do something so, so like I said it, 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 this all falls on a bell curve like like if if you were to write a book pro tips on how to, on how to get shot by the police mm-hmm. the Blake Jacobs story is he did everything he checked all the boxes of what right. you shouldn't do when you're when, when you're in front of authority the cops also checked all the boxes of what they shouldn't do as being in a place of inthor- of authority.
1: I mean, nine times is aggressive. It's like it's, like, it's aggressive it's, as fuck, but yeah. like dude,
0: but like but like then again, it's like when you're in the heat of the moment, being a Monday morning quarterback, and we watch his videos, everybody it, it's akin to the fat guy on the couch telling Golden Tate, "You should have done a backflip into the into the into the end zone. <laughs> you should have you should have juked left when you should have went right. right." We're all Monday morning quarterback in these situations. Right. Whereas both people are fearing for their lives. That guy tried by the book to to apprehend him peacefully without with trying to go home to his family. Right. And it's tragic. It's fucked. But, but now this girl who is raped by this guy is seeing his name on the side of helmets. Imagine being raped. And then, then imagine having a restraining order against the guy. Imagine him calling the cops on him for another attempted sexual assault. That's a great
1: point. I didn't even think about that, to right? be honest with you. Not even thinking about her now side. She,
0: now, where's the Me Too movement? Yeah. Right? Yeah. This girl is being, is being sexually assaulted and now he's a martyr. Yeah. Yes, he, he, he has a right to fear for his life because there's an injustice and disproportionate amount of black people being, being, being targeted by police for racial things. But the Blake Jacobs thing, it wasn't race. It, yeah. was, it was a horrible situation that panned out and they just so happened to be different colors. Right. Right. Um, the George Floyd thing, they had previous bullshit. That guy was racist.
1: So yeah, I was just going right? to ask that. Yeah. Right. Cause like he had, like, I feel like this police officer, which I, I personally feel like all police should be vetted, but that's just, that this is just my personal opinion. Cause I mean, more, like so-
0: more funding and more training, more funding for more training, not yeah. defunding for less training.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like you you should definitely be no offense, you should be like put through the ringer psych- psychologically because like a lot of these guys are coming from like These guys are from, high school dropouts. Yeah. Or like or they're like the dude that like um was the narc in high school or whatever and they all they always wanted to be a cop. Fuck you, yeah. you fucking uh uh like what's like windbreaker wearing motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like No, it, it, <laughs> like and it sounds mean, but like these these were the dorks in high school that like we're like, oh, I'm going to show you. So I'm going to be like, yeah, I got made fun of. So I'm now going to like pull oh, you over and whatever. You those know?
0: motherfuckers that were standing next to the cop watching him be. Yeah, be do idiot. it. What a, yeah. what a fucking
1: idiot. Oh, I'm just going to stand here and watch you treat a guy like that. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah, they're just uh, trust me. They're just as bad to just as much to blame on this whole entire and thing. And then again, right? he swallowed a whole fill of
0: pin, fit, a whole pill of fentanyl. fentanyl. That that would kill a horse yeah so 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 th- so that case was racist because they had racial bullshit before, like, you know that, but the, the Blake Jacobs thing, that is a wash. The, the George Floyd thing sucked. The Brianna Taylor thing is so fucking complicated, and but the jury of their peers looked over the facts and they, and you couldn't you, they couldn't come to terms on a murder case. Yes, it should have been something
1: right something i mean the the only one that um got anything and i only th- i think he only got like five years or something was the one w- the one officer that was outside and just started spraying yeah and like w- <laughs> with no intention whatsoever spraying like, he was just, yeah he was just the like fuck what are yeah. you
0: doing okay but here's i have another i have another unpopular question can we name five other minorities that have been police brutality brutalized so um, you know what I mean? Right? No, like, for sure.
1: Interesting that you have mentioned this because um, my roommates are obsessed with, you know, everything else that's happening, right? Like yeah. all the outside stories that like nobody's talking about. Child trafficking is at an all-time Fuck. high. Like child rapists, like all this. And these are kids. These are, yeah. you know, they can't protect themselves. You're you. We as adults are supposed to be protecting these children, right? Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, you just, you just your niece was just born. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like fuck Fuck. and nobody and nobody is speaking up about this and it's not even and screw the race part these are children screw the race part
0: I'm sick and tired of identity politics because I I'm a firm believer that cops are more assholes than racist because like because because you can you can always fall back on that but when but the racism part needs to be looked at as uh, 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 by a scalpel Mm -hmm. and not like a full blanket Mm -hmm. because I had a gun to my head recently from the Manhattan Beach cops inside. How of recently? Golf cart. It was like a year ago. Uh, Holy y- shit, dude! And like people like that never happens to rich whitey in Manhattan in his right. golf cart over over a parking violation. Yeah, dude. So it's like people like, well,
1: f- people won't care about that. No. But, and
0: if I got shot, I want to hit. I want to make the news.
1: No, so I mean I, it'd be like local news here, but that's about. I'm it. just trying. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out
0: like like. Like I want BLM to be more inclusive because together, togetherness is what solves a problem. Divisiveness doesn't. Right. And and although I raised the $15,000 for BLM, that's oh, why- Oh, where'd I, you end up putting it, by the way? Sorry. Well, well Reno did. I'm put pretty sure he'd put it in the, because I didn't. I, I wasn't the, the handler of the money. I just right. helped. Um, I'm pretty sure he went to the Los Angeles chapter. Okay. Because we knew this girl that was running it was like, not like on the fringes. Right. Cause you know, the people on the fringes who are like, they don't understand the togetherness part where of it's course. like we're all in this together. Like, I think we found the person of that the right like- chapter that was, that was like, you know, allocating some money to the community compared to going assault salt to the ocean. Right. You know? So, um, but yeah, dude, like I, I, I stir the pot on Facebook I stirred a lot because I one, I want to learn from other people. I might be wrong. I might be right, but there's always the other side of the coin. And there's a lot of pills that are hard to swallow for a lot of social justice warriors, which is okay to, 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 to fight that good fight, but to ignore and focus on one certain demo when all other demos are also being police brutalized. Like I want, I just want people to name more names of the Hispanic community Mm -hmm. that have been fucked by, you know, the, uh, the immigration laws and, and all that shit. And, and the Academy, dude, I had a whole podcast in the Academy. Oh oh my God. That grinds (laughs) my fucking gears though, because you can't put, you can't force diversity. It has to come from the heart. Yeah. Right. Especially when
1: it comes to art. Like imagine if there's
0: forced (laughs) diversity in sports.
1: There is. There actually is. Um, so there's what's called the Rooney rule <laughs> where they, um, you have to interview, um, for, for coaching positions and everything. That's like, it was supposed to be so, um, everybody is given a chance, so to speak, but yeah. you have to interview, um, or at least put on the docket, like an African American, like African American candidate, yeah. um, I don't even, I don't know if it's for a Hispanic candidate, but it definitely is like black centric. Yeah, if, if there's Asians in there's probably, I can literally name you like two Asians that play in the NFL. Yeah. And they're
0: kickers. But, but, so, but what if they were like 20% of your team must be Asian, 20% of your team must be Hispanic. It's going that way. And that's fucked up because you can't fuck with, 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 you can't fuck with sports. You can't yeah. fuck with art or sports. Yeah. Because someone else's experiences are someone else's experiences true and true from their personal backgrounds right um the reason why black people dominate basketball and football because they're simply better the reason why white people dominate uh the uh, nhl because they're simply better i also you know what i mean yeah i think it's 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 also
1: it's it's not because of your race it's because you're better No. yeah i mean i feel also though if like hockey is a whole other thing and i've I've said this from day one hockey is an elitist sport it is a but as expensive, it's to, expensive play play as to play hockey. Fuck hockey. So expensive. I am like, Mom, can I get some skates and some roller blades and some pads? Like, fuck no. She's like, Do you know, dude? One stick, like a nice stick, costs five hundred dollars. But that's. But this is where the money would count is when you and when you
0: when you inject money into these into these underprivileged communities for equipment. Yeah. So it levels the playing field, and and if you lead the horse to water and the horse doesn't want to drink, fine. If your kid wants to play chess and not play soccer, fine. You know what I mean? So it's like when you look at the top down, when you look at the overall, like 90% of of the NFL and the NBA is, is people of color. Right. No one's mad that there, that there isn't more people of other demographics because we all accept that everybody, whoever's the best is the best. Right. And and in the coaching, the back, the back end coaching stuff. Um, I think what it was, I think the reason why it's not as diverse as it should is because a lot of a lot of cu- culturally, the players when they come out from playing, they they tend to retire harder. Whereas most of the less the, the most the, like the white guys and the, and whatever, they kind of sucked, so they kind of <laughs> take on coaching positions type of thing. You know what I mean? So it's, I, I feel like I feel like the leadership roles. Are taken on by the people that weren't as big and more important, more as
1: part. I I've, I've like the leaders. That's fair. You know, yeah, you know, I'm kind of saying like I get you it. Of, yeah, you like kind of
0: fall into your groove yeah. a little more.
1: Well, because like Sean McVay was like the backup quarterback to Brady and played for the New England Patriots, and now he's the head coach for the for the Rams. Granted, this he's a genius. He's very, very, very intelligent when it comes to football. Like he has an amazing football brain, but. You're right. He wasn't the, he, he wasn't the, the He was the backup. He yeah, was the backup and, quarterback. And yeah. they tend
0: to take on those, those back office type jobs. And like, and, and, and it's not that it's not that people in the eighties and nineties were like, well, we're going to hire you based on your color. Right. They're just hiring you because the people, there's a vast majority. There's just more people applying for those jobs or like qualified. Yeah. Right. So it's, so it's like when you, when you climb up the ranks for 10 or 15 years, you can't just all of a sudden just take a player and make them a coach. Right. You have to. That person has to start off from a certain base and work I mean, their way up. I would hope.
1: Up. I would hope that that would be the case, um, because there are some some co- some people that are coaches now that like. You, Steve Nash is a great example. Um, even though uh, there's there's more than Steve Nash, but Steve Nash just got the um Brooklyn Nets job. Yeah. Um, which good for him. I think he's insanely overqualified. And if he sucks
0: at a coach, fucking take him the fuck out. Yeah,
1: then he'll, then he'll you just know? get let go. He'll get but, fired. But right? imagine but,
0: if you hire a POC and they suck and they're like, you're firing me because I'm, because you're racist. Right,
1: right. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's
0: like the, num- the numbers don't lie because numbers and, and stats don't see race.
1: That's true. I right? mean, and that's why sports is the best equ- um, equalizer, right? But the because people everybody- who
0: give people, other people a chance, that's a whole nother story, right? The, okay. the chance is an opportunity given. That's a whole nother story because a lot of people favor their own tribe. Usually right. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of a the tribalism exists where the opportunities are given to whereas where you earn things, that's the word tribalism doesn't exist. Okay. Right? Because because it's organic. Right. Right. If you if you can jump higher and catch better, you no one gives a fuck who you are. Right. You're fucking killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're not gonna be like, Meh, you're white. <laughs> like, I don't know, we like you know, like your stats are good. We might win those Super Bowl with
1: you, but like great recognizes great, like real yeah. recognizes real kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and
0: like and like the top ten entertainers, eight out of the top ten most highest earning entertainers um, uh, are people of color. Mm-hmm. So we are voting with our money, right? So eight out of ten of the top highest paid in, you know people in in, uh, in sports and in, in, in movies and or, or like you know just entertainment, uh, music and shit, mm-hmm. eight out of ten are people of color. Because they fucking earned it, and because they're so fucking good, we voted with our money, and that's the ultimate fuck you to racism. Because, because, because we're buying your shit because it's good. Yeah. Not because we actually not enjoy the product. Cut. And it's and 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 actually, this is a, this is a kind of a weird stat to um to look at. Equality. Okay, let, let's imagine every single person in the United States was the CEO of America. And every single person had the same paying job, the same job status, and the st- same job title at the same company, all 350 million of us. The demographic breakdown would be one fifth black, one fifth Hispanic, one fifth Asian, and the rest white. Yeah. Right? So even with that demographic breakdown, that's still one fifth black, it's not half. Yep. It's a, so, so equality is actually 15% of the total per capita. Right. So, so if you break it down, looking at that type of thing, equality is the per capita breakdown structure of the populace. OK. Right. So 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 equality is one fifth is one fifth makeup of, a, of like a of a board. Right. So say if you have 10, ten board members, gotcha, yeah. one fifth of them uh, 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 represented by the per capita of the United States is is POC um, uh, and and X minorities thereafter of the per capita makeup of the United States. Which the United States happens to be what forty percent white, I think it is.
1: I thought I thought there was I thought it was higher, but I I I could totally right. So so
0: there's other there's Hispanic, Asian, other Pacific Islander, and, and all that stuff. So it it comes up to almost half. Right. And so when 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 you see when you see a a half dominated board of of white, that's actually representing the 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 demographic of the of America, right. So so. So equality to me is is a percentage based representation of the per capita of the representation of the populace that's inside that 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 community. Mm-hmm. No, right? I, like, you I know agree. what I mean.
1: No, I agree. I mean, it. I don't want to say it's unfortunate, but like, you, no offense, white people were here first, so, like so to speak. Um, Native Americans. They took, well, they took over first, I should say, because like Native Americans, you're right. Native Americans were here first. Yeah. Technically, they were the original Americans, but. Um, you know And everybody
0: owns slaves. Oh
1: slaves. Oh for everybody. sure. Everybody. Yeah. I mean it was also a different kind of slavery though, if we're really, if yeah. we want to go into that. Oh, my right? God. It wasn't it's, it's- it's, it was like indentured servitude it was yeah. also like actual like you ain't got no choice slave it was you know yeah. there's there was different c- forms of slavery or how about those
0: idiots are like whoa those slaves in the south were free they're they they had a job cooking or something like that i'm
1: like no no dude, they didn't they kind of <laughs>
0: couldn't really go
1: anywhere because yeah. they were paid so shitty well and they had no education i know so like they didn't know how to read yeah. like their their signature was an x yeah because they didn't know how like what it's their like, name what the was. Fuck? yeah that's like idiot yeah and it was illegal to teach them, so like you're keeping yeah. you're keeping them down even more, and so like you may give them their quote unquote freedom, but they're yeah. still not really free because they don't know where else but, but with sports,
0: I think in the past thirty or forty years ago thirty or forty years, we have given because i remember i remember growing up in the early nineties late eighties where I would go to like the, uh, like Inglewood yeah. to do basketball camps, yeah and it would be like magic Johnson was like the dude, and like you know and uh Worst waste of a porn name, by the way. Mag- Magic <laughs> Johnson, like uh, that's that that should have been someone's porn name. Dude,
1: I don't. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but that would be an awesome porn name. Yeah.
0: So I was going to the inner city to do these basketball programs. Yeah. And like we have had these programs for the underprivileged for a long time. Mm-hmm. So so when you lead the horse to water. Do you drink or do you do, you know what I mean? And that's up to the horse, right? Like the horse horse
1: has to be like, yeah, sure. I love hockey. I'll totally play. I totally want to play if you're going to give me a puck and a stick and whatever. So I think
0: sports has been, have been equalized on a fundamental base where it says we're giving all these underprivileged communities the opportunity to be taught, to be, um, to be, you know, uh, educated and coached, if not better. Like, honestly, dude, when we played, like, when our travel team played the inner center teams, inner city teams, like, they fucked us up. Like, we were just getting mowed the fuck down because, like, those guys were good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, and the, and not and it wasn't because of our privilege that we should have won. Right. It's because we sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? We had all the money in the world coming from Hermosa and Redondo Beach. And when you play Inglewood and Compton, those guys would mow us the fuck down. And we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't be all sad. We'd be just like, damn, those guys are good. And it, but like if, it was, if it was switched to where, like say, a, a predominantly white Redondo Beach team was mowing down these inner city teams, it'd be like, the, pr- the white privilege and, yeah. gave you the opportunity for better basketballs and better equipment. It's like, no, maybe sometimes someone's better. You know? and, and that's why I'm saying sports and art need to stay separate from this divisive because, because, because sports are dominated by the people that are good but when it comes to job opportunities and stuff that's where the fundamental base needs to come in and that's where the that's where the equality needs to happen more often where they make a bigger impact right?
1: okay well what, as far as jobs like which ones are like you like opportunity thinking? like like
0: right. like opportunity for education is a big one because we'll also do the we're giving out more money to, in scholarships to to underprivileged people then because I couldn't get a scholarship to college because I'm because my parents made over sixty thousand dollars a year. I'm right. white and and I'm white and bl- blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, I'm like not gonna it. lie.
1: I checked that black box like it was yeah, my job. Yeah, I fucking checked that. Bitch. Oh, I totally. I was kidding. like, should
0: I identify as a transgender right now so I can <laughs> try and check that box? And it's like, and but like, but like that's to me that's a form of reparations, right? Kind of, and it, a little, It's, it's uh, a minor, minor little form of it. It's
1: very small. It's, it's very a, small, very but minute, it's, yeah. but it's
0: something. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: considering considering what the previous generations did not have, um, you know, like our uh, my parents, at least like my dad, like he wouldn't have gotten an education if he didn't go to. Well, oh, actually, I, I take that back. He probably would have still gotten an education, but um, he wouldn't have probably gotten his financial status if it wasn't for the military or it wasn't for them like funding yeah. his education. The,
0: the, the military has had their racist moments, but dude, anybody can enter the military and yeah. fight for this country. And 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 the pay is the same. It's equal pay. The, the 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 health insurance when you come out is awesome. You have USAA. Yeah, yeah. It, it is nice. Like yeah, yeah. my
1: mom. My mom's also in the military. She's in the army or was in the army, and so she can free all day. Like yeah. she just goes into the into the and, VA. And
0: that's what you need. It's good. And but what sucks is like what I have learned is that some people, when there's opportunity slapping them upside the head, they don't even take, take it. Take it. Yeah. It's like fuck, dude. I just gave you this chance. Like when you hit me up to do this podcast, I'm all. Come to my studio. I got all this shit. I know. It's so amazing. I'm like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to come here and record some shit. And, do this. and you took the opportunity yeah. and ran with it. Some people are like, whoa, no. Like, I'm busy. It's like, I right, fine. Late. Next. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so so the opportunity thing is really big. And and you can only give so much opportunity without enough people taking it. That's a problem with the homeless stuff. You you have to want to be helped to be helped. Because the, because the mental health is so bad you can hand a guy 10 bucks and a meal ticket and some clothes and he'll fucking pour his 40 on it and be like, fuck you. Get away from me. You f-, and start talking to himself.
1: Right. And it's like, fuck, how do you help those people? Well, and also you know that's, I mean? that's, that's another issue. You'd like hit the nail on the head, right? Mental health. Because like a lot of those people like aren't on medication. They are not um, getting, getting the help that they need. And they also don't want it. Yeah. Just like, like you said, fuck. like, so th- some of them like want to be in their own little world. They want to be freaking homeless. Like, um, th- there was a story about some, some girl or some woman who thought that she was like Princess Di. She was like, she thought she was the Queen of England. Yeah. And then, but she's like this ratchety old homeless woman or whatever. Like, <laughs> And then she finally gets the help that she needs, realizes that she's homeless and not the, princes, like, not the Prince oh, of Wales. No. And she's like, fuck this shit and <laughs> goes back to yeah. like not taking the medication See, I,
0: so I, I like the homeless guys that are like washing your windows i'm like dude here yeah at you're, least you're hel- working yeah. for something like yeah. like you can like hustle dude don't, yeah. just, don't just sit around and hold the fucking sign yeah like i'll wash my fucking window i'll throw you a couple bucks dude yeah. you earned it yeah and but like so so there's a there's a there's a bunch of different types of homeless but like, like i said the family structure is the is a fundamental base that can solve a lot of problems I actually have a, like, I learned this thing from, um, from this one podcast, I, I forget, but, like, they talk about um, how it's not doing anybody, uh, it's doing a lot of the youth, especially the POC youth, to teach them at a young age that there's a target on their back, right? It's good to be racially aware of these things, but in the real world, you walk out of your house the vast majority of people aren't after you, right from the media and the viral videos. It looks like when you walk outside your house, you're fucking being targeted and everybody out is against you. And there's Trump fucking uh, flag waivers walking down the street with, 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 with with, pitchforks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes, that exists, but in very, 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 very small, small, tiny bubbles. And, and like to, to teach a child that there's a, that there is a target on their back is to to a child that doesn't even understand race to begin with you're kind of fogging the waters a little bit right whereas whereas they're going to go through life experiences and they're going to experience that racism at some point right right but it, so but
1: i think that the whole entire point of that their parents are trying to make is just like be aware like you said that self awareness like be aware of it i think unfortunately media has blown it up so much that they're like be aware, but like it's happening all the time to you it's like yeah, yeah. It, uh, you know just that like constant push I guess onto them and i I, I think that the parents pi- educate but don't just right. bury them in it. right right
0: right so so it's good to educate and, and also alongside with their peers like when they're teaching like 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 you can teach you, you can only not only teach a child hey. Like you know, there 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 is racial uh, inequalities out there, but also alongside the, ki- the his little white friend, and be like, hey, be sensitive to these people's inequalities right. as well. But like, don't hammer it down their throat. Like like that's the norm because these kids aren't even racist yet. Yeah, but you're teaching it to them as if get ready, fucking strap yourself. So you what do you know? think
1: the solution would be though for that?
0: It would be to to have people go through life experiences and learn the best way they can through, through, through like, not, I'm going to say like, you can have your guard up, but not to the point to where you, you're thinking every, every white child is being looked at, is looking at a a black child differently. Right. Because when they're on, when they're on the, on the playground, these white kids have no clue what racism is. Right. and, 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 and now when they get mad at him on the, on the, on the, uh on, have a little kerfluffle on the, on the playground, that kid's gonna be like, instead of being like, fuck you, you little kid to give me back my He-Man character. He might also be like, dude, that kid, that kid is, he's racist toward me where that kid's just a little asshole, a little twerp, a little piece of shit kid.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: now you're, now you're, now you're, you're clouding the waters of what asshole is and what racism is. Where now, instead of the kid just taking the kid, prick kid's a fucking prick. Yeah. Now, the now the kids can be like, "Well, that kid's racist towards me." When really, the kid's just a fucking prick. Right. You know. So, so, but you, but you should go through these experiences and, and, and experience them and and you know, there's been racism in all directions. I've been, I've experienced people call me white cracker, bullshit, blah, blah anything on the sun. You know, like you know, like you say, like what a little white boy, this and that. It's like, it doesn't hurt. But it's still a a moniker of race inside a negative connotation mm-hmm. and that doesn't have any have any place anywhere right. you know black boy, white boy uh beaner like yeah. you know I mean saying these saying these brown saying these these colors and, and and all these things and these negative connotations that has no place. Don't say negative connotations that that, that you know what I mean if the guy's being if you were being an asshole to me, I'd be like, fuck you for exactly what you did, yeah, not fuck you because of with with a race moniker attached right. to it right. like call them out for their shitty shitty act and if it was racially driven that can be addressed um as well right you know what i mean so so um i just and if and the family structure can help a lot because you know with the with the homelessness and and even like the dad just playing ball with their child and
1: no, I it think goes that goes and huge. goes
0: and goes and and like and you know when when you start to break down and you go through and you go through your down your, your your low points in life you have your family to rally around you and chip in, and and because of the drug war the family structure of the black community has been fucked because there's there's guys in jail right now for a fucking gram of weed meanwhile I'm we're going about to hit my bong
1: you know what I mean <laughs> and, it's like, and
0: it's like what the fuck yeah there's guys fucking manufacturing weed right now and then the, and in the same case. There's there's an entire generation of black dads that are in jail for for the, for the shitty fucking drug war. It's like get those guys out, let them be parents to their for, to their to their children, and and let's treat these lower underprivileged communities like we treat and in, we invade another country. Let's invade these co- not invade like militaristically. We're right. Let's invade them. We're with, trying to build them up and let's, make let's, them better. Let's invade them with fixing the community. Whereas like let's fucking. Uh, let, 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 let's not gentrify, but beautify. But let's, it, make, let's make people proud of their communities and, and not like you know what I mean? Like, right. let, 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 let's, let's inject Gentrification has a bad negative connotation because what really gentrification is is injecting economic opportunity into into a community that needs jobs. It's not bad. It's actually good, just like the the stadium that went up. you know, back to the sports thing. you know the stadium that went up. Yeah, people so around, people around the stadium, There's a there's a black family that's been owning a house since the 50s probably oh they can cash in and they're like fuck yeah yeah, our rent's being we can raise our rent and pay more rent but then there's the most of the community are are are, is owned by by uh outside investors and now they're raising the rent on the black community that lived in that in around that stadium so but at the same time though the reason why the rent's being raised because now there's more jobs all around there's more More opportunity opportunity. Mm -hmm. so so the rent being raised can kind of be kind of kind of it's like a it's like a ebb and flow of money coming in and out and 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 gentrification is actually good because you know.
1: I mean, I think that you're right as far as beautifying and making you know your community better. The I think the problem is like, as speaking as a as a black woman, like I think that some of those some of those people, it's it's like when uh, they I don't want to say gentrified Venice, but like it's when they tried to like kick every all the old school people out of, of in Venice, right? Like all the Venice lokes. Yeah. Like they tried to buy these guys out, and tear do all their teardowns and whatever well, if you're and like,
0: renting you, you, your time is up
1: yeah so the, I, the,
0: the person who purchased that place 20 years ago is finally getting their investment back
1: 100 the person that's actually put put money into the community that's not who we're talking about unfortunately yeah. we're talking the, the negative part that we're talking about is the person who who does rent right and like they have their day-to-day job and they thought that that was going to be enough and they just want to live yeah. like everybody has their threshold of like it, it, good enough right yeah. So like that's why the 1% is the 1% and that's why the 99 is the 99 because they're like, okay, this is good enough for me. I'm fine with like living day to day. Yeah, You know, the 1% percent's like, fuck that. I want to live day to day. you
0: know 86% of Americans do not have $1,000 in their savings account? And that goes across all demographics. I can see that. Um, but uh, the poverty line is $16,000 a year. That's it's earning
1: is that is that all all across the states because the poverty line everywhere. So if you earn less than
0: $16,000 a year, that's you're under the poverty line. And uh, there's 20 million whites underneath the poverty line. There is 12 million ish blacks under the poverty line. But the the reason why it's more per capita for black people because they represent more uh, less per capita. So there is a disproportional amount of, of black people under the poverty line. But you have to understand there's 20 percent of all white people are living on the poverty line as well. And nine- but
1: also you you guys take make up most of the population, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. So. So 20 percent of the black community uh, lives close to the poverty line. Uh, and then uh, it's something like 12 percent of the white community uh, lives under the poverty line. Um, nine out of the 10 poorest communities in the United States are uh, are white dominated and mostly in rural Appalachia. And um, uh and all the de- most dangerous communities, uh, all the most dangerous communities are democ- democratically ran. So Chicago, yep. fucking um, Portland, uh, fucking, you know, Los Angeles, you name those fucking cities that are that are fucking on fire right now and, and are the most dangerous that have the most gun violence. They're all democratically ran. I'm not left nor right. But hey, dude, they've been democratically ran for the past 30 fucking years. They're not doing something
1: right. Oh they're just taking your money. Just
0: taking they're taking your fucking taking money.
1: They're taking your money and they're taking your vote. So it's like so
0: it's like what do you do? Like do you vote democratic and still do the same shit and the, and those communities still get
1: fucked? Well, you know what I mean? No, I do trust me. I agree with you. I'm not I, I'll put it out there right now. I vote Republican. So I didn't vote for Trump, but like I, I normally like in local elections like I vote for me. Lower taxes. Yeah. Low, lower my taxes do not take my money like don't touch my gun don't touch my gun like yeah <laughs> um, I, there's there's other things that I'm very very liberal on like you know your body's your body home skillet like you do you Yeah. like fucking, I don't care about any of that stuff I don't but think I don't think men should be able to vote on abortion rights I, I think that's fair because
0: <laughs> it's, it's not, not your fucking body, body dude. it's not your
1: body Um, and also sometimes people do get abortions because of health risks they don't get it just because they're like and rape yeah Fuck. You don't want to see, dude. I actually have a girl. I actually have a girlfriend who got raped by her mother's ex boyfriend. Fuck. And she kept the kid. And I'm like, damn, that's got to be rough on her. You, th- that's like a literal 24 seven reminder of your. Do you know it cost rapist.
0: something like eight hundred thousand dollars to raise a child? I thought from, it cost a million. Zero, zero to eighteen, yeah, close. Yeah. yeah. Um, it and it's like, dude, if you can't provide, th- th- so. We're in with welfare communities. We're incentivizing people to have more children because the more children you have under welfare, the more the more, the more you money have. you get. Yeah, so we're kind of incentivizing stupid. Like there should be an economic. You should be able to check a couple of economic boxes before you're able to have a child.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> fuck. I think that there's also. <laughs> I've always said this too, and I, I, people can agree with me, disagree with me on this one or whatever. But like, I've always believed that like you should at least have a high school degree to get to have a child to, s- to have a child but then you're just passing the fucking
0: shitstorm storm on to the next generation yeah it's like if you can't provide for a better life not even if you don't have health insurance for yourself you don't deserve to have a child like sorry <laughs> i said it no no <laughs> no, no <laughs> man that's, eh. and but like dude like i'm I, like this whole identity stuff is 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 getting really washed out and 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 we're Brink, we're on the borderline civil war, and I don't like this fucking left or right uh, tribalism that's going on. And I don't want it to bleed into sports and I don't want it to bleed into
1: art. And, um, yeah, let's go back, let's go back to, um, it bleeding into sports and it bleeding into art, um, art specifically because I'm an artist. You, yeah. What you, if
0: someone told me I, that they needed to have 30% orange hues in my photo to be able to be nominated for photo of the year? Like, no, dude, fuck you. I'm going to take the picture. How I want to take my picture. Yeah. I'm not going to meet your fucking requirements to make my art. Yeah. My art's my
1: art. And you can make your art. I mean, that's what Rolling Stone, unfortunately, is doing right now. They, they changed their top 500 list of, like, all-time great um, performers or whatever. And I, th- I think, th- um, shoot, I'll, I'll, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. But um, I was listening to uh, Sports Radio, and they actually talked about this. And it's
0: like, dude. Okay, so the BET Awards should should it be should, should is that like diverse?
1: You know what? Th- that's another good question you know too. Because mean? like, yeah. Because but but
0: also in the BET Awards, a lot of the people who won have been white, like Eminem yeah. and yada yada. But like, imagine if there was a, a, a WET Awards. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, people like, would flip their shit. Yeah, but, but, but but I call I call the W the white entertainment entertainment right because it has yeah, dominated, dominated by for, the, it's yeah. been dominated by the white community. But 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 like, but give you an opportunity where it's like, okay, let's inject money into the arts in an underprivileged. Let's inject some money so so, so those so those um, uh, thespian programs mm-hmm. in, in underprivileged communities. But then again, if you hand an underprivileged community a ton of money for a, for a thespian uh, program, are the, are people going to enter? Are people going to take the opportunity and run with it? Or is that that's not their deal, right? Are you gonna make Are you gonna make Jose play chess, or is he gonna want to play soccer? You know, I mean if you, if you if you inject money and make a chess program for uh for a Hispanic dominated high school, you're not going to you're not going to force these kids out of their soccer fucking dreams. They're going to you're going to you they're going to do what they're going to do. And um and you shouldn't force people to adhere to guidelines that aren't their personal experience because if I want to make a, if I want to make a movie about me growing up in Rich Whitey Hermosa, um, that's going to be my fucking experience. And, and it just so happens that uh, in, in Redondo, the demographics lay where they lay. And and most of my friends was predominantly white kids. And, you know, I mean, and some in and some, and Pacific Islanders and some Asian homies and some black friends and yada, yada. And I mean, those like,
1: are like the trickle in, right? But like majority it, is it's but, a white community. But we grew up in a white if community. I would, if
0: I were to... Um, you know, like Costa, fuck. If you're like if you were to if you were to make your experience of Costa, your your movie wouldn't wouldn't fit the diversity guidelines of yeah, uh, It would be academy. dominated by fucking Manhattan Beach white kids. And so the Canon would be like, nope, your fucking your shit's your shit doesn't doesn't cut. Even though you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it would have
1: to it would have to be one of those things where it's um what what was the um what was the Korean film? Uh Parasite Parasite. So it would have to be like something that just was just blatantly great. Where like the academy can't like they can't not put it in there, like you know, so, yeah, you know, so like,
0: but you didn't have a you didn't have a deaf a, a deaf guy on your <laughs> on your fucking staff, so it's like you can't. So be we nominated. can't we can't
1: nominate you. It's I like, know the whole thing. What the fuck? So for those that don't know, and
0: like, I'm gonna identify as a transgender <laughs> Asian, and then sit on and take out the trash on someone's next film, so they can so they can qualify.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's really really sad. So like. Basically, what the academy is doing right now is they are forcing everybody who makes movies, who you know, it makes should shows, come and stuff. from the heart. It should. I mean, and that's the whole entire point, right? Like a lot of a lot of films actually that have been nominated were literally based on fact. They were based on history, and there's certain things that you just can't change in history, even though yeah. you want to. You know, like. Yeah.
0: But it's just it's it goes to show though. But like what what on the flip side, it's like, dude. There has been some systemic racism in the Hollywood community where like where like, you know, it's all white people voting for all white people in their fucking and their and their awards. But like what's cool about the academy is that is that when you're in SAG, you get to vote. You get you get your um you get your, yeah, uh, your mayor from, from the peers. And yeah. it's like, dude, it's not just a bunch of white kids white guys smoking cigars voting for their own tribe. It's like, it's dude, you, there's a good movie. It's a, Get Out was a damn good movie. And it mm. won because it was good, not because he was black. Would you rather win an award for, the, for your greatness? Or would you rather win an award because of a pity fucking pant, for, pant, for being pandered? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's pandering. I, wa- I don't want to yeah. win an award because of the color of my skin. I want to win an award because it was good.
1: I mean, it was, uh, who was it that said, I'm not, I'm not a black man, I'm just a man? I'm like I'm I'm, yeah. Oh, my favorite. That's who I want to know. My favorite Nike
0: commercial ever was a Serena Williams, where it said best female bless. It says best black female tennis player of all time, and so they so and then and they slowly faded out female, they float they slowly uh, faded out uh, black, and they slow and I forget where they faded out, but but it just read best tennis player. Yeah. Of all time. I mean, the, I was like, that's what she is. Yeah.
1: She's a hundred percent. The
0: best tennis player of all time. Female who gives a shit, right? Black who gives a shit. Best tennis player of all time. Given a fucking shit. Yeah. To the high heavens. And that Nike commercial was awesome because it, it, it actually pushed for non-identity politics. Whereas you take the race out of the equation. She's still the best. And if yeah. you put race in the equation, all it does is make it weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I I just I just like that Nike commercial. It's really is really good because it because 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 being the being the best female something, all all of a sudden makes you wait a minute. So there's a guy that's better than you. It's like no no right. You're, Serena would whoop right on most dudes yeah and on the fucking tennis circuit
1: yeah you know like, no hundred percent she's <laughs> she, she is ha- she is hands down. I I was actually talking to my buddy who played while tennis she's, actually while she was pregnant. oh my gosh well so like that's the other thing too is that a lot of people don't realize how much the body can take right so doctors have actually told women like what you do naturally like if you're a runner keep running up until like a certain point right like up until like month eight you can still I had a coach that like she was she ran five to eight miles a day and so she just kept running until her eighth month I hate running Uh, are you crazy (laughs) I'm just plain stupid (laughs) so yeah trust me I I played basketball and there was like, that's obviously, a very cardi- yeah, that's, it's very much a cardio centric, like, sport. <laughs> that's why I played volleyball. Really? Is that like the soul? Sol- hate, <laughs>
0: fucking hated running,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah. But you guys still went I running. I was running. Oh, Jen yeah. um, but dude, d- don't you still run? Cause you guys ran a lot when I like, at least yeah. when I saw volleyball players training, I was like, holy shit. We really need to run. I mean, you still need to have, you know, some kind of stamina, right? Yeah, for that. Um, speaking of stamina, I know you got a lot because we've been talking yeah. for Adver. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I want to no, switch right? over to game time really quick. Ooh, oh, um, questions? Is this, like a, is this like, a, like a little multiple choice? Kind of. So we're going to get to know you a little bit more. Okay. All okay? right. Uh, it's going to be called Three Minutes in Hell or Heaven, AKA, a.k.a. Rapid Fire. I'm
0: agnostic, so that stuff doesn't exist. <laughs> okay fine so
1: three, minute, three no, minutes three minutes in in your in, yeah, in your present three minutes three, <laughs>
0: three, three minutes in enlightenment
1: in your, yes um okay so normally we'd be drinking but i'm too hungover for that shit so we're not going to drink but so idea. you're just basically going to either answer or you're not going to answer um i plead the fifth <laughs> yeah fifth um, three, four, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> all right you ready I'm going to start. Um, we're gonna, so I'm basically giving you three minutes and then we'll uh, right. just so we can get to know you a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Well, Sweet. you guys got to know me a lot. You guys know my. I know you're agnostic
1: and you're agnostic. And
0: well, <laughs> I believe in something, but Buddhism is my jam. I'm not in Buddhism, but like I like I liked the, I like encompassing all beliefs and everything. Like you know, everybody has their God and it could be it because True. if you are, if you believe in one God, you're essentially atheist to all other gods. Right. Well, that's an interesting way Isn't of looking that crazy? at that. Crazy. So, like, if you're Christian and you only and you don't believe in in like uh, in like uh, the what's the Middle
1: Eastern one, Muhammad. Muhammad.
0: Yeah. If you don't
1: believe in Muhammad, then you're an
0: atheist towards
1: Muhammad. Well, technically, Muhammad was a prophet. Yeah. He wasn't the. He's not their god. Um, Allah, I guess. Is yeah. There, Allah. Is yeah. There?
0: If you if you believe only Allah exists and like Jesus doesn't exist, yeah, you're an atheist towards mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus kind of weird right that is kind of
1: an odd odd, odd way to look to look at it weird way I'm Uh, here to
0: flip your fucking minds (laughs) people DJ dick (laughs) flipping minds falls on (urai) your (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay
1: you ready yes let's do this all right the um, clock's gonna start um, once I give you the first question all right what's the one thing that you tried that you will never do again at first it was wakeboarding but I ended up getting up (laughs) (laughs) Wakeboarding was hard,
0: but I can wakeboard now.
1: Okay. Well, that's <laughs> why you probably wakeboarded in the yeah. first place. Oh,
0: football. I got my fucking ass kicked. Wait, I when got, did
1: you play football? Oh,
0: in like seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, I got fucking clocked like a motherfucker. Shout out to fucking uh, uh, homeboy, fucking Eddie and Charles. God, I got fucked. <laughs> Were you on offense? And that's the reason, like, you I just was got... a wide receiver looking at the football <laughs> and I got fucking worked.
1: Uh, um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine you like even playing football. I can
0: run fast as fuck, but like God, I got. I weigh, I, weigh, I Still weigh one hundred and fifty pounds,
1: dude. For somebody that doesn't like running, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Never I again. Quit running. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, okay. What's your most irrational fear?
0: Uh, landing on my neck. Ooh. Like, doing a backflip.
1: That's a rational fear, though. Yeah. What's an irrational fear?
0: Um, girls, you say I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because girls who say i'm
0: fine is the biggest lie in the entire universe
1: i'm fine or like everything's okay everything's fine everything's I'm fine. fine
0: yeah that's a fear i want to hear that
1: uh, oh that's funny because i totally always say that yeah, all the time uh, <laughs> okay what's your guilty pleasure oh god i love
0: god that's a, i i don't really i'm not really guilty of any of my pleasures Cause I I like taking
1: I like I like you like I, taking pleasure in I, all I of like, your pleasures? like
0: pleasure in everything like you know like I love listening like like in my moke and like soft Hawaiian music and <laughs> and like I like a good emotional fucking like thought provoking m- movie that makes me cry
1: like you can watch the the Notebook over and over and over kind of thing yeah uh, yeah my girl made me cry oh that's a good yeah, one sung by the bees oh right, next okay yeah let's let us let us not <laughs> let's not make this a cry I'm thing. not guilty about shit. <laughs> um... What did your, uh, go, let's, let's go on with that, with that, my girl, um, theme. What's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, Rudy. Really? Do you know that that's Kobe's favorite movie? Oh, or was God. Kobe's favorite movie? Oh, dude, that's such a good movie. It's a really good movie. That and Forrest Gump. Ooh, I love Forrest Gump. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are, those are like transcendent too, right? Like Rudy, those are like. dude, Rudy gets me every time. I love that because that's such an underdog. Like so good. So good. Um, yeah, that is something that I can watch over and over. By yeah. the way, I love and with the wise old janitor.
0: Yeah, I um, love that
1: guy. Yeah, so good. Um, if you had to have dinner with anyone living or dead, who would it be?
0: Ooh, Elon Musk. Really? Like okay. I,
1: well, Steve Jobs
0: or Elon Musk. Interesting. Who would Who would you prefer? Um, probably Steve Jobs. Okay. Because he, because he's more unattainable, but he he is just a fucking monster when it comes to just mowing down shit and elon musk he just goes fuck your red tape i'm cruising i'm gonna i'm, a, I'm gonna do what i want and innovate like yeah we can
1: also financially afford to innovate um i'm gonna do one more because i'm really freaking into i'm just really freaking interested oh keep it going um who would play um you in the movie that you um that would be your life uh shia labeouf really <laughs> dude okay but let's be unrealistic, because yes, oh, wait, you who look, would be the actor? Yes, because like he kind of looks
0: like me a little n- bit. No,
1: no, like somebody that you would actually want to play in the movie of your life, not because he oh, looks like I you. Who I want to play? Yeah,
0: probably um, Matthew McConaughey.
1: Okay, I'm mother that.
0: that motherfucker is smooth.
1: Well, also, like I feel like you guys are very, very similar. I love that movie. I love, that movie. I love like,
0: that movie when he was like that 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 deadbeat millionaire that was like going off. Oh, in the
1: like, the, in the, Cal- the California one or yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I, I
0: love that shit. I love that. Oh, fucking, I can totally see
1: you doing that. Like, that I, I feel smooth. like, I feel like you are way more of a McConaughey kind of person yeah. than fucking a Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, but don't tell. Shia t- LaBeouf was her. on the cover like GQ
0: once, and someone's like, hey, Richard, that looks like you. I was like, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually um, did. Did you watch Honey Boy? Uh. Uh-uh.
0: I love Peanut Butter Falcon. God, that was my one of my new favorite movies.
1: Okay, I have never seen that. What you is are that? not
0: invited to my birthday party. <laughs> that, he, when he was. Uh, <laughs> that, he was that, like the, that.
1: That, does, that reference does nothing for me. He was I'd a never caretaker
0: a to a kid that was. Oh uh, yeah. They had Down syndrome, and God, that was a good movie.
1: I never saw that, but Honey Boy is based off of his actual life. Dude, when I was a kid, I used to volunteer
0: my recess time and go help the um, uh, the special needs kids, and I always awesome. connect. I always connected with the Down syndrome kids and the mentally challenged kids because I'm I'm a little mentally challenged myself.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say that, dude, yeah. but i I love, love it i
0: love um working with um like uh down syndrome and autistic kids it's fun
1: they're actually yeah and they actually kind of sort of keep you young to be honest with you yeah, dude,
0: they'll, they'll, they'll if you say shit they remember
1: yeah. yeah or like if you promise them something they're like remember you promised that i'm like yeah fuck. oh fuck, fuck, fuck. God, damn it yeah. i did God, fuck. It. Yeah. um what's the weir- um last question just because again curious what's the weirdest thing you've ever done to make money God, DJing. <laughs> That's not weird <laughs> no, though. Bro. I actually
0: sold. I actually, uh, I tried. I wanted to buy a turtle when I was a child, so uh-huh. I ended up washing cars for my neighborhood. And uh, my mom, because it wasn't a pet store, my mom, I was like, "Ooh, I already had a turtle, but I wanted to, I wanted a sulcata tortoise, and they're like hundred oh. bucks at the at the store." My mom was all like, "Get a job!" I was like in fourth grade. I was like, <laughs> "Fucking hold my milk." <laughs> yeah i mean i'm gonna go i'm gonna go did you so,
1: literally just leave the store right
0: there and i like, fucking i was at home i was like thinking about my business plan and i was like oh i'm gonna wash cars i know how to wash a fucking car yeah but i like i took my cop here and i and i and i wrote i was like my name is Richard bogoski i want to wash your car for five dollars so i can save money to buy a total. and uh oh my god how and cute I, uh, and i put them all around around my uh my, my neighborhood and. Um, and I fucking made cars more dirtier than they were. <laughs> and but so get to buy. Did you buy the turtle? I ended up fucking going to the liquor store and buying like pop tarts and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I did buy my tortoise eventually when I got back from college. And Shelby is currently in my uh, my planter over here, like steps away from where we are now. Oh, yeah! So like, t- shout out to my tortoise, Shelby. I'll
1: have to visit uh, Shelby after. Yeah, you we you guys can w- learn we're a done. Lot
0: from a tur- turtle. You know, diet, listening, patience uh perpetual unsatisfaction in right there don't
1: yeah. do they not have a choice because they're kind of just they're good listener shoulder. they're
0: good listeners i love turtles man they're the best
1: oh speaking of the best dj dick yeah. party people the fucking best on the sports bar uh thank you so much for your insight. thank you for doing this i really dude, appreciate it's it so taking the time.
0: fun like yeah. you, guys, you guys can be in my podcast too the i don't know dude podcast it's uh I just launched and uh, uh, we can, you know, promote your show on there as well. And, yeah. Love that. And uh, if you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's at Richard P-O-D-J-R, Richard Pod Jr. And uh, check out my art. That's how, that's how I'm making money in these COVID times is selling
1: my art. It's beautiful too. Thank it's you. It's freaking so sick. I, it. I love all your pieces, man. Yeah. Like every single one. It's it's a treat to actually see um, if you follow uh, Dick on uh, Instagram, all of your pics are on there. It's so freaking sick. Yeah. I, I love...
0: It's so weird how much of my pictures are on people's walls. It's so weird, like thinking that, like you know, my art's everywhere. That's got to be so cool, so though. Fun. That's yeah. got to be
1: so freaking rad to like just see all of your pieces in like people's homes. It's and, so like, yeah, and like you know, and businesses and it's it's a fun business. It's, yeah. A,
0: it's a it's like um it's uh it's it's unique. It's uh it's mine. I it's like DJing. I didn't own the songs I played. I just thought I was cool for playing other people's art. Now I'm I actually own the, I own the intellectual property right so yeah so thanks guys you know follow yes follow, follow. Vic. you guys are fucking awesome yeah fuck. I, I'm sorry if you know my views may be a little skewed you know I'm you know I I hope you guys I'm here to learn with you guys you know and and um, I appreciate it you know you guys. You guys listen to me and, and we have a good, nice, educated discussion <laughs> about
1: a lot of very, very touchy, touchy topics. I, I like it because this is like the stuff that people are uncomfortable to talk and yeah. to probably listen about to, you know. Yes. So this has been really, really nice. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. And I'm so fortunate to have um, Richard as a friend. So that way you can, I can utilize this awesome opportunity and yeah. studio that you have right here. Yeah, use this studio anytime. Oh, I'm so, dude, you one of the most generous men in the South Bay people. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, again, to uh, follow Dick on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Are you on Twitter? Uh, DJ Dick. DJ Um, And obviously on Facebook. Um, follow us on Instagram, um, at the Sports Bar. Uh, on Facebook, our page is also the Sports Bar, T-H-A Sports Bar. And, of course, on Twitter, Sports Bar Gals, because Twitter sucks, and they wouldn't give me that Sports Bar for some weird reason. Twitter's, I haven't opened up my Twitter in like a year. Oh, uh, dude! So I I try to live tweet during games. That's oh. like, yeah, that's yeah. the reason why I have the Twitter account. Uh-huh. Um, don't forget to follow or subscribe to uh, the Sports Bar anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor because they let us do this for free. Um, also, uh, if you're following us on, on Apple, please leave us a review and leave DJ Dick a review on the I don't know, pod, dude, podcasts. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dick. All right, that's freaking awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. mind-blowing wrecking ball episode of DJ Dick on the sports bar. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. Listen to his podcast. It's well worth the listen. Uh, It is called I Don't Know Dude Podcast. He actually just had Art Man on there. It's the latest episode that he has on there. It's pretty fucking incredible. Art Man from Wild on E. If you guys don't remember who that is, look him up. Google him. He is pretty fucking funny. Anyways. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed that little non sports sports bar issue, anyways. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening, guys, to the sports bar. I'm G Hey Wiley, that was DJ Dick. We're gonna play Dick out with a little mellow mahalo music, uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel. Is don't want to ruin his last name, Google it up. Um, yeah, so again, gonna play out Dick. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to the Sports Bar, you guys. I'm Hey Wiley, and we out. Deuces.